For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. This is a big episode. Your Cleveland Browns. 12 and 5, moving on to face the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions in the divisional round after a thrashing, a complete domination of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's just call it what it was. That was an old fashioned butt whooping behind the woodshed. <laughs> Pure awesomeness. Uh, as you can see, we're being extra petty on the show today. <laughs> I got my backwards hat on. We're all wearing our brown swag. Couldn't be happier. I couldn't sleep today. I was so pumped to do this episode. What's that? <laughs> Somebody just recommended this song to me. What? What's going on? Oh, I, you might have messed it up. Whatever. I need some more. Uh, I gotta watch Juju's videos. TikTok videos. He's gonna have. He's gonna have plenty of time to work on them. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. got time. Yeah. Browns is the Browns. Yeah, I've. Uh, I was told these guys. Sources say Cleveland uh, has uh, Pittsburgh starters resting this week. Right. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they have a better chance to win. Yeah, this with their with should their have, backups. Should have started the backups. Right. Yeah. We're gonna get into all yeah, that. Absolutely. All that. Before we move into all that, though, I do got to you know go through the you know the typical beginning. Remember to check us out on all the social media pages, Facebook. If you're watching live right now, thank you very much. Tap that share button. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram. Please subscribe on YouTube. We finally hit a hot, uh, over 100 subscribers. So thank, thank you. you to thank everybody, you. everybody. Yeah. Very exciting. We got a custom URL yet? No. So <laughs> that's will, coming. I will have the custom URL soon and you'll be able to just type that right into your search bar and boom, we'll pop up. So that's super exciting. We really appreciate that. Uh, remember to check us out on AGA apps on your uh, Roku's, your smart TVs, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. You can download it and listen to us. Uh, last but not least, remember you got a couple more weeks to check out uh, NFL games on Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, to get your 100% match on deposits of $20 or more, up to 50 bucks. A couple more weeks to play NFL games. Uh, I haven't done any NBA stuff yet, so if you want to do some NFL prop bets, make sure you hop on uh, Thrive now. Use that promo code D-A-W-G-S. Get your free money, win some money. Uh, I think that wraps up all the stuff I got to do. So let's just get into this because what an exciting time to be alive for us Browns fans. Uh, we are 12 and 5. We're moving on to the divisional round to play the defending Super Bowl champs. And I just got to get into this right now. 
all the Steeler talk. Oh, you, you shouldn't be happy. You only beat our, our backups by two points. Wait till we get our Hall of Fame center back. What did he do on the first play of the game? Uh-huh. Uh, right. And the Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. many picks did Ben have? Four. Oh, I was just gonna say what was it? I got two, you. Three? No, no four. four. Right. Wow. Like LeBron yeah. counting championships. Absolutely. No one. You know. So I I'm so tired. I I told you on this show. I told you. Didn't those starters just lose to the Bengals? Yep. Yep. No. Call me Nostradamus. <laughs> you know. I mean, come on. They that was a complete domination. I know they came back in because as Browns fans, we'd seen doom and gloom before. We all mm-hmm. thought, oh man. We're about to lose this game. Any other pro football teams, though, would have been watching that game knowing they had it in the bag. But because we're the Browns, it's like, man, this is getting nerve-wracking. Sure, and I feel like the casual fan or, you know, just the NFL fan of maybe another team watching playoffs Sunday night was like, oh, okay, that's a good game. Browns really beat up on them, and we're sitting there at home like, uh. It, was, it yeah. never got – did it ever get within double di- or single digits? No. No. So, after, like, we're worried about score. this – the, the, we were, we were, I was all nervous about this comeback. Never got within double That's digits. That's years and years and years and decades of trauma, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to that team. That team yeah. dished it out for my entire life to us. I, I yes. got to say, seeing Ben Roethlisberger crying on the bench after he, losing a playoff game to the Cleveland Browns. Probably his last game of, of his career. My life? It makes ah. it almost feels like a changing of the guard. Yeah, like like we're ascending, and they got some things they got to figure out. They're old. They're super old, and Grab a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Kareem? <laughs> <laughs> they they have so many free agents too that they yeah. have to sign back, and they're not going to be able to bring everybody back. No, so it, the the Steelers are on their way out. Yep, you know they were eleven and zero at one point this year, and I remember at the beginning of the season I was like. I don't see what all these people are loving about the Steelers this year. And then their defense came out, and their defense was dominant, and they were beating up on all these bad teams, and they were 11-0, but it didn't feel real. And you couldn't tell that to a Steelers fan, though. All the 11-0, six rings, 11-0, six rings. Right. And uh, <laughs> and then we saw what happened when they go 1-5 down the stretch. Yeah. Yep. Lost to the Bengals in Ryan Finley, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Lost to the football team. Did Alex Smith even play in that game? I believe he did. Yes. Did he play in that yes. game? Okay. Yeah. Uh, lost to us twice. When, I know people like to say it's not a rivalry, but I'm pretty sure we're 3-2 and two against him in our last Bro, five. it's a rivalry to me. Yes. It's well, always been a rivalry. Is. I don't know. That's always been a rivalry. I don't care how bad the Browns are. I used to, we've joked about this. We could go 1-15 and, 15 and that's knock, still the them, biggest out game. The, and knock right. them out of playoff contention. I'm like, ha. Doesn't they, matter. We won we that game. We did pretty good this year, you know, and I feel like that. And it's always I know you, uh, we've uh, we've said, man, that's a crappy outlook for you, Justin, but that's good enough for me. Hey, it's, it's what's gotten you by in those years. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's a rivalry because of this. Do you feel like this Browns team is has a different yeah. vibe, a more successful vibe than what you've seen in the past from them? Nah, I think they're still the same Browns team I play every year. I think they're nameless, great faces. Um, yes, they have a couple good players on, on their team, but at the end of the day, like, we, I don't, I don't know, like, it, it's the Browns, it's the Browns. Um, and that's just like one of those things that, you know, ASC North football, and you know, they're a good team, but um, I'm just happy we're playing them again, you know. What was that, Juju? Browns is the Browns. Oh, I got to give credit. That's not Kareem Hunt's clip. That is Baker running oh, back that into Baker? the tunnel. Yeah. 
Oh, with that, I mean, the like. smile on his face. Oh, yeah. the Browns man. is the Browns. We're nameless, not the same old Browns. Nameless gray, gray face. That's a very Mike Tomlin. Anybody switch it around? Mike Tomlin wouldn't say it like that. No, that's a Mike Tomlin kind of quote. And is Juju ever going to learn his lesson? First, it's the dancing on the logos, and you get lit up by Von Bell and lose to the Bengals, and then you come out and you say something. You are lucky we're playing practice squad guys in the secondary, or you still wouldn't have a 100-yard game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he did ha- end up having a statistically good game. Absolutely. But it's just because we've got nothing back there. Ben, when you're going to th- – your quarterback throws for 500 yards and you're the supposed number one receiver on your team, you better be over 100. Well, yeah. that and we were playing that pre-event defense in the first quarter. I know, We're up 28 nothing. <laughs> we were given – and I know that we were talking about it like, hey, maybe we shouldn't give them 13-yard, 14-yard wide-open passes every single play because <sighs> that's why we were – stayed nervous for – three and a half more quarters Our of the game. corners were just turning and running backwards at the snap of the ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get into game-specific stuff. I do – I got one more petty thing I want to talk about. Then we have one more sound clip of a Steelers player. Oh, yeah. You the, know. the good one here. Yeah. No bad loss, but um, Browns are going to get clapped next week, so it's all good. Now, oh, that sounds like somebody who's about ready to Someone shed assaulted. a tear. Yeah. 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 Who, who do you guys play next week, Chase? Oh, nobody? Okay. Sit down, shut up, take your L like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, what a bunch of soft. Whatever happened to Pittsburgh being like this tough team, tough place to play? What, what a bunch of soft babies. <laughs> I mean, go I mean, ahead, bro. And what's, right. what's, what's Claypool? Isn't he like he's 21, 22, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's I don't now? understand, too, with Juju, he was saying, same old Browns. Since he's been in the league, we've been. We've played them tough. Yeah, we tied, we tied we them. them. I, I know, like, for us to say, oh, you know, a tie. Like, no, hey, that's that was a that's good deal. enough as a win. And it was <laughs> some Miles years. Garrett thrashing Roethlisberger. That, that was one of the funnest games that I had ever watched leading into the season. So, I don't understand. I didn't. Under, I know people say, hey, the media kind of switched it around. Because he did say, hey, they're a good team. But th- then at the end, yeah. there's the jab. Oh, I'm glad we're playing the Browns again. Right. Oh, well, so were we. So were we, yeah. And, was, so were, and so were all the Browns players and coaches that we didn't have. Right. They were watching in their basement. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. 216, you know, that's all I got to say. About <laughs> it. Uh, I do want to move into some uh, game-specific stuff. We got to talk about Mike Prefer and Alex Van Pelt, the job that they did. It was almost – did anybody even notice Stefanski wasn't there, except for maybe in the, the, the play we challenged that we shouldn't have challenged? Well, every time they went to the sideline to show our coach and it wasn't Kevin Stefanski, I realized he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, play calling-wise, we, I mean, didn't really miss a beat. I th- I, you know, game yep. plan was excellent. Um, defensively, we've had questions all year, so I'm not going to say that we did anything different on defense in this game. No, it was the same, same old, same old Browns. Same, same crappy defense yes. that we were rolling out there every yep. week. Offensively, though, um, great, just great game plan with having no practice. That's like the biggest thing. No practice. You're missing, you know, a Batonio on the line. We were playing some guys that Baker just met the day of the game. Stefanski still hasn't met uh, that. What was his name? Hans, Hans, Hans or Hans? Hans, Hans. Yeah. Still hasn't met him. Yeah, Baker afterwards said, because she asked him about Hans or Hans or whatever his name is. Sorry. Uh, some Blake, guy named Blake. Blake, Blake Hans? Yeah, yeah. Blake Hans. I think <laughs> yeah. it was Hans. I wish yeah. him happy birthday on Twitter because I was like, dude. Welcome you to deserve Cleveland. a happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. right. said, Baker said, yeah, I literally shook his hand in the locker room before the game said, hey, I'm Baker. So let's can you imagine Imagine that you're like sitting there on the sideline, you're thinking, ah, they just brought me in here. They had to fill a spot. They don't really, I'm just here for emergency. And then all of a sudden, another guy goes down. They're like, all right, Hans, you're up. Yeah. 
yeah. go out there and then I'd like I was paying attention and one of the play, first plays he's in there, Baker's audible and he's saying like Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. This guy has no idea what he has. Yeah. To have no idea what yeah. he's What's talking her, about. Why is there a Lucy down there? <laughs> <laughs> well, she she's gonna get hurt. You mean Lucille? <laughs> Where is she? Right. At? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Crazy. I saw today that uh, what's his the the first guy who played Dunn. Dunn yeah. yeah, yeah. He was uh, imitating Joel Batonio for the Jets practice squad like two months ago. Well, he did a great job. And then yeah, he, did. Yeah. he filled then, right in. And then he yeah. filled in. And then the this hands guy was literally like bagging groceries, looking for jobs in real estate last week, basically. And he comes in. And if you watched last week's episode, one of my biggest fears was the fact that we were going to have a backup left guard lined up against Cam Hayward. I didn't hear Cam Hayward's name once. Did he even play, or were they still no. resting him no, for he, next no, week? No, he, he was there. Yeah. He was there. I saw him, I saw many shots of him and him not looking happy, Yeah, I which mean, I love. Yeah, he in you know, I love Cam Hayward from his Ohio State days, but I didn't even know he played. That was abysmal. And then Conklin gets hurt, and we got to put Kendall Lamb against T.J. Watt. Yep. And that first play, T.J. Watt burned him, and he held. And I was like, man, it's about to be a long game for Kendall Lamb. And that was the last you heard of T.J. Watt. Yep. The last you heard of him. Now, Bill Callahan. I don't think we bring that name up enough. That dude needs some credit. Yep. And he wasn't even there. Yep. Or, the, or the backup. Yeah. Offense, but just, it was like the water boy exactly. was coaching yeah. the line. Like, oh, it, was our, it was the game management yeah. special, <laughs> specialist coach yeah. that was coaching the line. Yeah. Yeah. That was the lineman coach. He was like some... 150 pound guy. Yeah. Yep. You know, what we, adjustments are we making at the end of the first quarter, guy? And he's like, well, I was going to switch to purple Gatorade instead of yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but credit, but to his credit, Cleveland Browns offensive line did not give up one sack. Not against a team. one against a great top, team. the third ranked defense in all of the NFL. A team, like scary good defense. Had come in with 70 plus games in a row with a sack. Yep. 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 They haven't gone a game without a sack in. Five years, it's something crazy. crazy like that. I mean, it's do that mental math. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. I had too many concussions for that. Yeah. So I got that. So Michael Dunn, 2017, went undrafted. 2018, cut by two NFL teams. Signed in the AAF and the XFL in 2019. Cut by the Browns in training camp this year. Uh, 21 starts in playoffs and does work. He had 23 on 23 uh, pass block snaps. Only gave up one QB hurry. The guy and, and there's another video on here that's kind of funny showing because we didn't he wasn't able to practice with the team so there's a video of him preparing this week he was practicing in a parking lot yeah I mean we we just <laughs> been like claiming parking lots across the country yeah as practice facilities yes it, it's unbelievable to me and to me this is a huge reflection on Kevin Stefanski yes. the you know they always say like what's the the sign of a good manager you know good CEO it's if you're not there your company your team still doesn't miss, yeah, it doesn't miss a beat. Yep. Yeah, they don't need you there. And people were talking about how Kevin Stefanski not being there is going to be huge. I thought it was going to be huge. We all did. You know, yep. that he was that in he just has from top to bottom. I mean, from Alex Van Pelt and Mike Prefer all the way to the yep. game management specialists. And a guy yep. he hasn't even met before, he somehow has prepared. Yeah, and I think the the reasoning that they talked about with putting Prefer as the acting head coach for that game was very well thought out. I mean, He's a guy. They said he has the most interaction with everybody on the team because he's special teams, and he does, they don't want to take offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator out, out of their roles. Right, right. I saw he coached. Yeah, um, he did one game. He for was, Zimmer. Yes, Zimmer had emergency eye surgery. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yep. Like yeah, two years yeah. ago, and they kind of said same thing. Like 
all right, hey, man, uh, right. you're I, up. I thought it was funny the announcers mentioned that, and he lost that game, close game against the Cowboys. They lost, and he said that his, I think it was his kids, always call him 0-1 or 0-1 because he didn't have a win. So, you know, he can finally put <laughs> yeah. that to put Call that him to Ty bed. now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'd say I'm 1-0 in the, yeah, po- in yeah. the postseason. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. So, I mean, great job by Stefanski. And we talked all year or all offseason um, when Paul DePodesta and the search firm and all that stuff, they were looking for GM and coach. They kept talking about, you know, there needed to be cohesion, a marriage between the GM and the coach, you know, and the staff, all one vision. And I think we're seeing the importance of that and how it's playing out. This The Browns, you know how I know we're not the same old Browns. The Browns is the Browns. There are so many games this season. <laughs> there are so many games this season that old Browns teams would have found a way to lose. You know, where we had a lead and then they come, the Dallas game, yep. you know, we would have lost. all the. There's so many different games that we would have found a way to lose. And then it comes fourth quarter time and we put up two touchdowns and we seal it. Yeah, we've been saying that all year. That has been the theme. It's just that changing of the culture. Now it's it's a team of overcoming. Right. You know, yep. whenever adversity hits, bad things happen, COVID, no coaches, all this stuff, they overcome. This team's 12 and 5. And if you would have told me, I picked us to go 11 and 5, you know, so this wasn't completely unforeseen by some of us, <laughs> me and Zach in particular. Right. Uh, but if you would have told me we were going to go 11 and 5 in the regular season and we were going to play multiple games without all of our wide receivers, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, without Conklin, without Teller, if you would have told me we were going to be missing all these guys for all these games, no way would I have picked us to go 11 and 5. We had right. no business winning this game, not alone. Taking them behind the woodshed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, this was – we look like a team that's been practicing every day for three weeks. We've had one practice in three weeks. Yeah. And we just played a game two weeks ago, no wide receivers. Yep. And then we come into this game, they look – maybe they should fire Tomlin. I mean, <laughs> guys, so before we even start that, listen, Steelers fans, for you saying that you should fire Tomlin, go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely, because I would love... Go ahead, fire your coach, and then yeah. now you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. bring Mason Rudolph in. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. Good luck. As a, as a, a fan that has uh, looked for a coach for 20 years plus, go coach. ahead. Go right on ahead and fire him. Because <laughs> he will be picked up immediately. He will, he'll be yeah. on a team on that Tomorrow. day. That right. day. So, obviously, I don't want to show any love to the Steelers today, but the fact he's never had a losing season, which means they never draft like higher than 10th. Right, so it's very hard to keep and they normally, and yeah, keeping and that roster. They normally hit on their draft picks every, too, every pick, except you know, for the couple of their running backs they've taken lately, and not taking a J.K. Dobbins. I don't know what their front office was thinking there, but uh, yeah, I mean Steelers fans, I think yeah, your QB's probably done. He just can't move. I think that's his biggest thing. Yeah, he can't move is, and he can't throw. Like his biggest thing was he had a huge arm. He could throw it downfield. Can't do that anymore. He's. He's like a $40 million cap hit against him next yes. year if he, if he wants yeah. to. So if he doesn't retire, if they I think talk him into retiring. They got to talk him they, out of that deal. And they want to move off of him. They got to restructure. I mean, they're going to be screwed. Uh, I, lo- I freaking love it. Keep him. Yeah. Keep yeah. him. Let's yeah. play let's, next year. Let's, bring him, it took, let's run it back. So it took, I mean, we kind of talked about, you know, changing the culture in Cleveland. It took eight years, no, nine now, eight, nine years for Jimmy Haslam to get the right GM to get the right coach. I'd given up on Haslam. I'll be the first to yeah. admit it. I I literally, especially after the Freddie Kitchens thing, I was like, hey, if, the, and if we're gonna do this, Haslam's got to go. Right. See, and I was kind of along the same line, so it was kind of nice seeing him. You know, 
they went to, you know, showed him on the screen Sunday night at the end of the game, show, showed him down on the field because, hey, how many of us might have been like, hey, anybody want to buy this team? <laughs> if <laughs> I had the money, I'd have done it. <laughs> wow, that'd have been, that's the ultimate dream. You got to credit him, though. He, he, didn't, he didn't give up. He, did, he was willing to, you know, like last year with the, the John Dorsey thing and the Freddie thing, yeah. he was willing to, you know, make tough decisions. What were we all thinking when we fired Dorsey? Oh, I was like, what I've are heard, you I've doing? I've heard, I heard yeah. Browns fans say, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was like, Oof. So credit Jimmy Haslam. It might have taken a long time, and thank God, you know, patience was running thin yep. with all of us. But, yep. you know, he got it right. And I was a huge anti-Paul D. Podesta guy. I was like, just get this guy out of the building, please. But apparently he knows what he's talking about because he wanted Stefanski last year. And Stefanski might be my favorite person in all of the world right now, other than my wife. Was, what What's happening right now with the Browns almost makes the Freddie Kitchen debacle worth it. You know what I mean? It's almost like going through you that, had to go, that you had to do relationship it to get what you're where they just, Break up, they just yeah. destroy your soul and yeah. then you like, oh, I found the love of my life. Oh, man, it's <laughs> all worth it, you yeah. know? There's so many clips that I've seen of like from last year. And Fred in like from the growth of Baker, and there was one where Freddie Kitchens is just like poking at his face, rubbing his chin, and he walks away. And Baker's like, "Man, that guy's an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> like, and you don't know they if he's knew. joking or not. Yeah, yeah. they knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Baker, we do got to touch on this first quarterback for the Browns to take us to it. <laughs> Man, I'm talking to you, Shrum Media, on YouTube. I'm all oh, in on yeah, Baker. Oh, yeah, your, your this, buddy. He keeps calling me out, you know, for being down on it, Baker. Rightfully so a yeah. little bit. Rightfully yeah. so in a way. I would like you to go back and at least watch those episodes, though. And No, I never said to give up on Baker. I said he had all season to, to prove this to me. This is still part of that season. He has proven it to me. I'm all in. And he played big boy football two weeks in a row, and this week – He's played big boy football a lot this year. Can we seven eight weeks? So somebody brought this up to me, and I like I've known it's been pretty solid, but I'm like, man. So a guy I work with, shout out John. You know, he works with me every day. We talk Browns football, but he goes, hey. So last eleven games, Baker Mayfield. I'm like, what's going on? So if you the Cincinnati game is where we start Uh that bad pick right at the beginning of the game. The only other interception that Baker Mayfield has thrown the rest of the, the year Ra- is against Raven. Bowser. Yeah, that awesome 19 play. touchdowns, two picks the last 11 games. Oh. Now now we can say, hey, bad weather games, game plan. At the end of the day. Well, when woo. they throw up those stats and it's 26 touchdowns, eight picks. Yeah. Un- we, I think we talked we at the beginning the, of the year. We didn't did we the, talk about yes, staying under, under 10? 10? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, we right. kind we of, t- I think we all took the over. I think we all, yeah, we all kind of said, yeah, yeah that's Might not going to happen. be 11 or 12 or hopefully not 20. 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Eight. I, I would say up until the Jacksonville Jaguars game, I was like, man, I still don't know. And, but I said, you know, we're coming into the stretch of the season. It's going to prove it to me. Yeah. You know, and then he hit that Titans game, and it was like a, a, a flip switched. And then it was the Ravens game. Even though we lost, he played awesome. And then even in the Jets game with no wide receivers, he had to throw the ball like 50 times, but still no picks. You know? Right. So leadership, and then, leadership kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. I wanted to see him against the Steelers teams. You know, the Steelers team made him look quite like a, a panicked, scared child, yeah. you know, in that first game. And then he just plays them twice and plays solid both games. This game, 21-34, 34 263 yards, three touchdowns and no picks, 115 uh, quarterback rating. I mean, he 
he put the team on his back again. And it's just it's awesome. He has been a huge part of the culture change. You know, a lot of people don't like his cockiness, but I feel like Stefanski has reined in his cockiness to the point where it, it's it's good now. It's not over the top. He's not you know, he does little jabs at Colin Cowherd now and then, you know, turning his hat backwards, which is why our hats are backwards. <laughs> uh but it's not, you know, he's not on Twitter twenty four seven just barking back at Colin Cowherd. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he seems yeah. he, He's growing up this year. Yes. yes. Yep. A lot of maturity. That, uh, he's matured a ton this year. Well, and I guess when you look at it, Freddie wasn't going to bring out maturity in anybody, and he no. didn't. No, he wore a Pittsburgh started it. Yeah, so, I mean, you, <laughs> at, you know, we, we, we were saying earlier in the season, in the preseason, like, I just really hope this was a Freddie problem. Really, really mm-hmm. hoping it's not a Baker problem. It was a Freddie problem. One hundred. Right. Maybe a Nodell problem, but that's for – yeah. We'll get that in the off. Yeah, we'll get that in the off season. That's for after we're done with our Super Bowl recap with the Browns, <laughs> yeah. right? In your defense, <laughs> so let's say Odell. I know we've said that we. Do, I personally don't think that Odell is on the team next year. But let's say Odell does come back and man, and we see we see that Odell like that New York first few years where he's hard to contain and Baker's evolved. As man, long as scary. Baker does not feel any sort of obligation whatsoever Correct. to target him if he's not Correct. open. Yep. Exactly. That's and uh, it's almost like he was important for Baker to play well in the stretch without him. So that way, you know, when when Odell does come back, he can be like, "Listen, I can play I played without you." I think that's you important I mean? for a quarterback too to know like, "I love you. You're a great receiver. I can I love having you out there. I don't need you." Exactly. Yeah. So now, you know, so now he's got it's 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 more Baker's team, less Odell's team now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I would love – I want to see it work with Odell. That being said, if somebody's like, hey, we'll give you Jamal Adams, I might be making that trade because uh, we need some help on defense. Absolutely. So, if we don't take we are, that trade. We are in the top five in the league in scoring offense, I think. Yes. Right? Look, yeah. We put up almost 50 against the Steelers in the playoffs – I think we could pro- if we could get a good defensive player for Odell. Let's do it because we'll get some sort of free agent to fill in on. I got two things real quick. Do you remember that proposed trade from Blake <laughs> yeah, Russell right. Wilson for Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, and who was the other guy? Was it no, Odell? It was Miles Garrett and Odell for Russell Wilson. So, you still making that trade, Blake? After watching the Rams, I think the. I mean, Russell will. You guys, so you still think Russ? You don't think Russell Wilson's better than Baker Mayfield? I love Baker, I tell you but what, you don't think Russell's better. Those two went like this. Are you this finding season. right now, today, Baker's playing better? Count in age, count in. And they just fired their offensive coordinator for a reason. Which <sighs> their I, I, didn't under, I didn't understand the firing of that. He put up record, record numbers. I think it was starting to, it was like an impasse between Pete Carroll on the hot seat a little bit, and then the offensive coordinator, and he's like, You're "Well, one of us, me. one of us have to go." So to I'm going to get rid of that guys. one. It's all right. Uh, but yeah, it's it, that's that'd be a really good conversation to have because are you going to find another Miles Garrett? You know, in that trade, you're making that trade. Would what? you rather have Baker at your QB right now, and then you still have Miles, and you'd still have Odell? It kind of sucks that Miles dealing with the COVID thing because I think it's uh, before he went out. He was up there with T.J. Watt for Defense Player of the yep. Year, and since oh. he's come back, he's mean. been. I mean, they they are they're triple teaming him most right. of the time, especially now that Olivier Vernon's out. But I think you can still tell though that Miles. It doesn't appear to me like he's a hundred percent. Right, I agree. I don't think that he's a hundred percent. 
I think even when he's a me, I, me and Josh, I asked Josh before you guys got here, um, and then I said something on Sunday night. I said T.J. Watt is better than Miles Garrett, and I don't even think it's close. I would take T.J. Watt tomorrow if that straight up. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even hesitate. I T.J. Watt is an animal and he does everything. And I felt like in the one bright spot, if you're a Steelers fan in that game, was T.J. Watt was giving it all he could to get stops to just try to keep getting the ball back. He was tackling from behind on running plays, trying to run away from him. I was getting tired of seeing him. I was like, well, just run yeah. at him. Then he can't – at least somebody's going to block so, him. Yeah, he's so fast. And off the corner, he just yeah. – Yeah, it's – I mean, he was, like, really the only bright spot. Big Ben, he threw for a bunch of meaningless yards. Yeah. I know he hit 501. Browns were playing prevent in the first quarter. We kind of talked yep. about that. And then that's what got us worrying a little bit because – what you just did defensively was forcing a bunch of turnovers, and then you were just like, "Oh, okay, we're up by enough. Let's ch- let's just sag back and run away from the ball." Speaking of the turnovers, though, I feel like we did last week. We said this defense used to live and die on the turnovers. Yeah, and we hadn't been getting them. Yeah, and we needed to force some turnovers. We said Big Ben was prone to the turnover. Oh, Porter Gustin with a we, nice diving. We said we needed catch. We said we needed Porter Gustin, we're going to need you. He, all he yeah. does is go out there and get a pick. MJ Stewart one-handed interception. Yeah, yeah. and I, maybe the best thing news to like come out of this game is that Jackson uh, Robert on Jackson was put on IR. Yes, yeah. yes, great news. <laughs> and and that that sounds terrible to say. And like it's MJ not, Stewart and J- I don't understand how that guy. I mean, there's got to be somebody. I'd put a wide receiver out there to play corner. Yeah, I, that guy can't cover anybody. No, yeah. he was he was bad. And the thing that kept driving me nuts is he would celebrate if it was like an incomplete pass, and he's you know waving his arms. And, and then it's like, and then next play he gets torched. Yeah, <laughs> he he was bad. And again, I talked last week. You know, no disrespect to him or or MJ Stewart, but they're not even supposed to be out there. MJ Stewart at does least some things decent. Does yeah. some things. I mean, he led the team in tackles. He had another pick. He's at least around the ball. I mean, most of the time, if Jackson's covering somebody, the guy he's supposed to be covering catches it, and Jackson's not even in the picture. Right. I mean, he's just burnt toast all day. <laughs> Uh, so a couple more things, last couple things to touch on before we move on. Uh, I think we got to talk about the run game. Nick Chubb and Hunt dominated again. Uh, I think Kareem Hunt averaged six yards a carry. Yep. Uh, Nick Chubb, 18 carries, 76 yards. I think it became very obvious early, early in this game that we were being vanilla last week. Yeah, okay. uh, yep. especially the usage of Nick Chubb. Yep. I think we came out early in the game and it was just like, hey, this is, we're riding you. It, yep. Until we got into the red zone, and then it kind of seems to shift, and it goes into the Kareem Hunt, you know, because he can run time. it, but he's like the, he can be a pass he's catcher. that pass catcher yes. out of the backfield that they like, which and, is crazy because Nick Chubb had four catches in this game. Yeah, and a very underrated part of Kareem Hunt's game um, that I've noticed over the last couple of weeks is his pass blocking. You know, when we oh, audible yeah. out of it, and he's got he's, I mean, think about it. We say our line does a great job, but. We don't. I mean, Baker hasn't seen a whole lot of pressure, and that's you know your 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 running backs help that. Yep. I mean, they got to pick up the blitz. They got to you know pick up the right guy and be working as a unit with the offensive line. And Kareem Hunt does that super well. And he's just got a nose for the end zone. Yes. I mean, he just and he runs and a you nose could tell, and a shoulder. And yes. you could tell he want you know he wanted it. He was hungry to he's get five it. yards out, and he sees a defender, and he just says to himself. You're coming in with he, me. Yeah, yes. we're going to celebrate together. Yeah. You know, I didn't get to watch a ton of Kareem Hunt when he was in Kansas City, you know, because I didn't watch a lot of Kansas City football games. But, you know, their offense is very finesse. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis. 
I didn't know he was such an angry runner. I yeah. did. I know. I, I knew always it. thought he was more of like your smaller, like shifty back. Yeah. Now with the Washington Cleveland, he's a bulldozer. Yeah. yeah there was one that his very his rookie year, his first game, I think exploded. against the Patriots. I had him in fantasy, and he went off he just, on a Thursday night game. I was like, like forty wow. points. Off. This guy is for real. You knew the first game, the first time he yep. got the ball, that he was gonna be. Not bad for a backup. A beast. No, no. And I and he, I love that he's completely bought into being like that kind of one B role. And we've signed locked, a, yeah, we've locked him up. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he 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 loves that he's in Cleveland and what's oh, his home it's his hometown yeah. team. And yeah. I feel like that's another thing with culture changes. And I, I think we gotta have give a shout out to Jarvis Landry. He's the one of the Ooh. first guys that we've brought into Cleveland that's really bought into like, I love it here. I'm all about Cleveland. I bought a house here, I'm not leaving here. And I feel like he's the biggest trade acquisition franchise history. Yeah, and that's, that's what. Easy. Yeah, 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 absolutely, bro. That's absolutely. what uh, Hawkins, our old wide receiver, kind of like the similar role that they kind of played wide receiver wise. He came out and said it. You know, he that is the best free agent signing in Browns history was bringing Jarvis in. Yep. Yeah, I mean, just just the mentality. Not even what he does on the field. He does so much off of the field for this team. I love Jarvis Landry. Like, just thinking back to Hard Knocks. Yep, that's what I was going to say. That speech yep. where he's like, you know, yeah. if, if your muscle's not torn off your bone, you're out there practicing. Like, well, and this it, is where you – this is – if you want to go win a Super Bowl, it's now. This is the work we do now. Right, and that coming from a guy who has – and I'll still say it – has never missed a game that he yeah. couldn't control. Yeah, you're, yeah you know that's what I mean? Fair, yeah, absolutely. I, it means something coming from – because if you got a guy that misses – like, say Odell is out there trying to preach – you got to be out there. You got to be out there. And it's like, dude, you're out there for maybe ten games a year on average, you know. And then, but when Jarvis says it, it he's means like, no, look at look at my stats: sixteen, 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 fifteen. He brings the juice, man. <laughs> yeah, he there's got to the be juice. an asterisk by that. Yes. Yeah. He, so yeah, big shout out to Jarvis Langer. We said that he, we felt like he needed to have a big game, and all he did was come in and deliver again, just like he always does: five catches, ninety-two yards, a touchdown. Um, and just seemed like every catch was big. That yeah. one third down, I, I love our play design. We just we find ways to get him the ball and get him matched up on, like, linebackers. You know, it's third yeah. and four, and we put him in the slot, and we, we go three tight ends and then put Jarvis in the slot. He's our only receiver on the field, and yet somehow we got him matched up with a linebacker and not a corner or a safety because we got three tight ends out there, and they're all, being, and they're all split out wide. That's just that's play design that we did not see ever. In the previous year, yep. ever. So, huge shout out, you know, to the entire team. Uh, we got to move off this, you know, this game. But obviously, do we? Do we have to? Yeah. It was so much fun. That was a great I think time. I'll, I'll I'll throw this out to you guys real quick. Is it the biggest game, the biggest win in franchise history? Yeah, it's I hard to it it's hard to say it's hard to say franchise history because they have such a storied past, right? But I for think me so. in my life. In the Super Bowl era, yes. Absolutely. And just You're the, absolutely right. And just the way, like, what we had to go through to get this win. Guys right. out on COVID, our coaches yep. in his basement, all the stuff. I the mean, Steelers are just sitting waiting, that yeah, team. It's just, it had to play them two yeah. times in a row. You know, They're sitting it, out there, oh, yeah, we're oh, so hey, happy to be playing the Browns this week. Yeah, hey, we yeah, bounced so you guys we are last two time. Guys. Yep. Yep. So, all right, well, let's move into this Kansas City Chiefs preview because unlike the Steelers, we have a game this week. Right, uh, you know, so you know, at first glance, you're thinking, man, we're playing the defending Super Bowl champs. They got the world's best offense. You know, it was a great run, but this is probably it for the Browns. 
Hold up. Yeah, don't talk like Hold that. Hold up. I think that the, the more you look at this in some of these numbers, the more you see the Browns got a shot in this game. Uh, Kansas City has the 32nd ranked red zone defense in the league. Browns have the 19th. So, which means in the red zone, the Browns somehow have a better defense than Kansas City. Let that sink in. Okay. Uh, Kansas City is the 14th ranked red zone offense. This is counting TDs only, not uh, field goals. Uh, this scores touchdown 61% of the time. The Browns are fourth at 72% of the time. Kansas City's the 19th ranked run defense in the league, giving up 122 yards per game. Browns are third ranked rush offense in the league at 147 yards per game. Every so obviously our the weakest part of our team is our pass defense, and that that's going to be their strength. Absolutely. But the weakest part of their team is all of our strengths. So yeah. I, you know what I mean. I think if we can avoid giving up, you, gotta, you can't give up bombs. Well, and a lot of their playmakers haven't played. In 20 three, days. Three, yeah, three weeks. It'll be 20 days since their last game. And and I know, you know, I, I pulled up. I was looking at their record and who they played. People talked about the Steelers not playing a tough schedule. They really haven't played a tough schedule either. And if you go back to, the, you know, all the way back to their second Raiders win, or they beat the Panthers by two, 33-31. Close game, too, and it took like a last-second drive yeah. to go down. Raiders beat by four. Buccaneers, they only beat by three. Broncos, they only won 22-16. Dolphins, they only won 33-27. Saints, they only run 32-29. Falcons, Close they only won 17-14. They only scored 17 points on the Falcons. Falcons should have won that game. Yeah, which we say, you know, just about every week. And then they lost to the Chargers when they sat their starters 38-21. So they have not been I'm, – obviously, I'm not understanding how good they are, but the, it's, this season has not been like the 50 points every single game. They only averaged 29.6 points per game. Browns averaged 25.6. Yeah. It's, it's only a four-point difference between our offenses, and they didn't play three games in a hurricane. Well, okay, so I, I think going into this game, to put it in perspective, I think this is how the game has to go that the Browns want the ch- have the chance to win. I think that they do have a chance to win. you gotta you got to stay kind of it was like the Ohio State, you know, theory of how they were going to win against Alabama. Just don't give up the big play, get them into the red zone, try to shut them down, make them kick field goals. I think that's how you got to win this Cover game. Cover their best receiver yeah, a little that, bit. Yeah, yeah, you you gotta, don't, you, don't put a linebacker on him. Right, yeah. so yeah. I think going into this game, you can't give you know the big plays up over the top a 50-yard touchdown, a 60-yard touchdown. You can't do that. Okay, you got to make them sustain a drive, take a long drive, because we want to shorten this game up too. We don't want them to have, okay, each team has 16 possessions of the football. No, we, you know, we don't want that. We're not going to win that, yeah. yeah. And, we, and we saw they struggle. If you can get them to – to Get be him in the red shrink zone, the field on they him. They struggle in the red zone this year. Tyreek Hill isn't going to catch many jump balls if he's got to press cover because there's you know 16 yards between him and the goal line. Okay, yep. he's able to get downfield, get past you because he's faster than you, and that's how he scores a bunch of his touchdowns. So I think that uh, you know Travis Kelsey is going to be a huge matchup trying to yeah. keep him in check because he's an animal, best best tight end in the NFL. He's got 1,400 yep. yards receiving this year. Yeah, he is the best. Um, running the ball-wise, they're not really – I mean, no. they have some running backs. Edward Tillaire practiced this uh, – Did he? He practiced this week, so looking like he might make his return. Um, but And their running backs are super talented. They just don't force-feed them the ball. No, the running to. game has been less than impressive this year. Yes. Uh, I, I do think a big thing – so Patrick Mahomes is actually their second-leading rusher, 308 yards, and I saw – a majority of his rush yards come on third down mm-hmm. scrambles where he'll rush for a first down. Yeah, because they drop like all 11 guys back and yeah. he just and runs he just for runs a first down. So I think that's something we can't force these guys into third and longs, you know, and then 
give up rushing touchdowns on scrambles. Yes. On third down, we got to contain him. We got to keep him in the pocket. Don't let him break our backs by rushing for first downs yeah. over and over again. Yeah, you can't let him, you know, you got to do your best to keep him in the pocket and don't let him extend plays. Because the guy can throw from any arm angle, oh, yeah. anywhere on the Probably field, throw to both, yeah. throw the both sides of the field, eyes closed. I mean, he can do it all. Um, you got to try to keep him in the pocket as much as you can. Obviously, we're going to give up points. It's going to be on our offense. Can we, you know, time management's going to be big. You don't want to have, like we said, you don't want a bunch of drives going both ways because we don't want to get into a shootout. I, mean, I think our Browns offense can if it needs to. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like, I don't like our plan. chances yeah. if we push that way. Call me crazy though. I think winner of this game on either side has to score forty. Mm. Yeah, I could yeah, see I that. I could see that. Well, first to forty wins. And, and we talked about before the show the Baker Mahomes history. Yeah, Texas mm-hmm. Tech in yep. Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, this oh is my a, and this is a big game. So I mean, I don't. I thought I heard something about the weather might not be so great in Kansas City this weekend, but that was earlier in the week. That might have changed. I don't know, but. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys remember that game or not from college. They uh, both threw for like 500-some yards. Oh, no. Crazy. Oh, hold on a second. That's what I, I, remember, That's what I, I remember this game I, watching it because, you know, Oklahoma had playoff intentions that year and couldn't lose. Uh, 66-59 win for the Sooners, and Mahomes threw for 734 <laughs> yards and lost. 734 yards and lost and had less passing touchdowns than Baker. What Baker, Baker do? Baker had 545 and seven touchdowns. <laughs> My God. A lot of defense being played in the Big yeah. 12. Oh. Now, hey, My, now there Sandeo is. Must have now been there is. On one of those teams. <laughs> now there, there's some defense in the Big 12. SEC's kind of moving towards the Big 12, and oh it's, it's kind of changing the guard there a little bit. Um, but I th- And then they, Josh mentioned before you guys got here once again um, <laughs> that uh, they have, we have met, they've matched up in the NFL. Mahomes Baker rookie season for Baker uh Chiefs beat us 37 yeah. 36 21 37 21 something like that um but we it was a close them, game at the half it was 21 yeah. 15 at halftime yep. and then Brown's offense I mean we were 2 6 and 1 at that point in the year and they were I think 7 and 1 or 8 and 1 whatever it was we were right. dealing with that was that after the head coach yes. flippity flop and all yeah. that fun yep. stuff yeah so yep. what a mess um i, I like I said, limit the big plays. Try to get them into the red zone. I, I saw on uh, NFL Live, Dan Orlowski says the Browns need to have three drives that are seven minutes or longer and that end up in touchdowns. So that would be taking 21 minutes up that Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it's going to take more than 21 points to beat him. Well, and right there, you're right. We have to play defense with our offense because yes. no, no one defense. else is. Yeah. I do think it's huge. We should be getting Denzel Ward back. He's back. Him He's and back. Johnson yes. both cleared today. So yep. Yep. that should that, – that should a, slow Tyreek Hill down a little bit. That goes a long way. Yep. I'm almost more concerned with Kelsey. Yeah. But we matched up – I know it was, that game was nasty, but we had Darren Waller and we kind of checked him down. I yeah. mean, no, obviously that – I was at that game. game. That was a – uh, awful game. Yeah, yeah, but I remember Mark Andrews being a thorn in the side too. Yeah. So yeah. the biggest, I think, and defensively, I think Joe Woods. I mean, man, if there was a game where you were going to try to save your job, it's you know going into the off season. It's it's hard to say that you know we're twelve and five, and I think we have we one of the worst need, defenses. We, we might need league. to make a change at that coordinator position yeah, because I think you got a blitz this week. I think you got to. I think looking at the numbers, Mahomes' stats against the blitz drop significantly if you just let him sit there and pick you apart. Yep. You got to force his hand. 
uh, Miami in the game end at the end of the year there, one of the better defenses, obviously, in football. They really got after him and forced him into a bunch of turnovers in that game. Yeah, he threw three picks. And yeah. I, I just didn't understand against this in the Steelers game. I understand you, we went into you know the prevent because we didn't want to give up the big play. But what's the difference between giving up you know, they score in two minutes because they hit a 40-yard bomb, or they score in two minutes because they hit four 30-yard plays. Yeah. What's right. the difference? They're yeah. at, you know, at least if we blitz the crap out of them, we have a chance that we can sack them, force some negative plays, force some turnovers, do something. I, I hate our defensive strategy just about every single game. I, I, don't, I, under, I don't understand it. And I know we're playing shorthanded with players and stuff like that. But so utilize what we do have. Right. We have Miles Garrett. We have Sheldon Richardson. We have Ogan Joby. You know, Porter Gustin has shown that he can get after the passer sometime. Use these guys. Let's let's bring some pressure. Well, and one of the things that kind of showed in that Pittsburgh game, so the game got close. I think it got down to sixteen. I, I think, think it got down to like a fourth and one. Well, it was well that was big, <laughs> but it was down to like sixteen, and our defense finally stepped back up and pressured a little bit, got a little tighter, went away from the prevent because we were like, hey, we're just, we can't go let them go down and score this time. Yeah. And we forced another turnover. I mean, Big Ben threw another interception, then we got a field goal, went up 19. Everybody could breathe a little bit that we went back up three scores. Um, then we gave up another touchdown. Like a and like in a minute, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did see, you know, there's a lot of talk about Kansas City's offense, and I feel like a lot of people, they, they when they think of the Browns' offense, they just think, oh, they're just a really good running team. Yes, we are, but – the Browns have more 40-point games than the Chiefs this year. We have more plays of 50 yards plus this year than the Chiefs, and we have more multiple touchdown quarters than the Chiefs this year. Thing that yeah. I like, yeah, the thing I like is, and we were kind of talking about this once again, before you guys got here, who we would rather play. <laughs> you stop that, man? Quit being <laughs> such a douche. Well, for everybody that doesn't know, we were uh, supposed to be, we, we had a plan to be here. A couple people showed up a little yeah, bit late. you know, yeah, hey, right know. on time, I guess you yeah. could say. If the show uh, starts at 5.30, We were talking about, would you rather play the Bills or the Chiefs? I would rather play the Chiefs just because the Bills' defense is an animal that mm. Baltimore can have fun with. Um, and their offense is just as explosive this year as the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like in years past you're like, man, the Chiefs offense, nobody is like them. But no, there's a few teams that can score like that this year, and they have better defense. They're a better all-around team. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. It's going to be a fun fun week. I think, I think we got a shot. Um, we're going to move on, you know, trying to keep us on track here. But I do – if you're a Browns fan and you think it's over – Pump the brakes because I I, I think we have. Yeah, you can't think that way anymore. Yeah, we got a part. We got a, this year. No, man, this year we had no business winning that Pittsburgh game, and look what happened. You know, so and this time we're, we are getting healthy. Yep, we are going to have some players back this game. Head coach back. Head coach will be back. But Tony will be back. Ward will be back. Johnson will be back. Some key players are going to be back on this team. I don't. I don't know about Conklin. Yeah, Conklin, I haven't heard a whole lot about him. I know he had a hamstring. He was able to walk off. I thought that I was like, that's a good sign. And what I liked was that he was on the sideline the rest of the game in his pads and everything. So I think he was still available in an emergency. So we'll we'll see if he's able to go. I think that'd be huge. I'm not as concerned about Kansas City's pass rush as I was about the Steelers' pass rush. But I'd still much rather see Jack Conklin out there instead of Kendall Lamb. Yeah. But uh, so, you know. Well, Conklin we'll missed practice. Did yeah, he? he's yeah. day to day. Yep, day to day. We don't need to practice. Nope. No. We'll we just need him, to play. We'll give him that cortisone <laughs> shot at about one o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> by three o'clock. Right. Uh, so you know, let's go Sunday. Let's pull off. You know, 
upset of the century. Let's go to the AFC Championship. Uh, and so now we'll move on to our game picks. I think at least one of us had a, a pretty solid Yeah, game one of us, um, yours truly went – I'm just kidding. Justin went 6-0. and <laughs> uh, Perfect week uh, for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and we're going to keep that going. Yeah, so let's – I mean, all of us took Cleveland. Um, Seattle kind of let us down. They, you know, as great as Russell Wilson was the first, what, quarter of the season – Terrible. Yeah. I mean, not Offensive it's not good. all on him. He has no protection. You know his uh, his offensive line was terrible. And but the Rams, I just thought going into that game, the Rams didn't have enough firepower to score with them. And then it that wasn't the case. Jared Goff had to play three screws in his yeah. Thumb. You know, I think it came down to Cam Akers. Oh, Cam, Cam Akers, Akers is he finally lived Goff up. Looked terrible. And he's a fresh running back yeah. too. Because they've had that, you know, running back by committee approach all year long. Yep. And this last, you know, since week, I think it was like the 12 or 13, Akers has taken over. Yeah, that's his team. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Jared Goff, he gets a little bit healthy this week. You know, could be interesting at Green Bay. Huh. It's going to be and interesting we'll because their defense is good, not because of Jared Goff. We'll see. We'll see. I think that, uh, so that's our first matchup. So uh, Justin went 6-0. and rest of us went 4-2. and um, we'll start off. We got four games to pick this week. Rams at Green Bay on Saturday at four thirty-five. It's interesting because that's where the Packers can be beat is on the ground. Yeah, Cam Akers is hot. We said that though when they played the Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Packers that- had a week off. You know, sometimes does that help you? Does that hurt you? Because now you've you know you've been. It's in Lambeau, a, a warm weather team coming in into Lambeau, playing the freezing cold temps. Oh, don't don't mistake what I'm talking <laughs> about over here. I'm taking the Packers. I just think but. the Packer, this Packers team this year is different. Yeah, I, I, I like Aaron Rodgers is playing at another level. I know that everybody thinks, and I do too, that Patrick Mahomes is like the elite of the elite, best Q, best quarterback in the league. And there's like a significant drop off. Aaron Rodgers is still there, and, and, and so he's way Allen. old, and he's way older. <laughs> I mean, and he's playing at a high level. I'm taking the Packers. State Farm in this knew one. what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Packers also. Yeah, I'm also taking the Packers. Yeah, um, takes us into a a great matchup. I'm excited cool. for this game. Uh, Saturday night, eight fifteen start at Buffalo. The Ravens, Lamar Jackson, take their run game to Buffalo. I think this one. I think this is going to be a little bit high scoring because I think both offenses are going to, offenses are going to be able to do what they want. I think that this is like a 38-34 type game that's exciting in the fourth quarter. I'm taking Baltimore. Me too. It's such a toss-up game. Like I feel like it could just go either way. My brain says Bills, yeah. but for some reason my gut Coming into this playoffs, the Ravens were that team that hot. I did not they're want. Playing, they're hot. They're playing good. And they just right realized now. that a 40-yard play is a 40-yard play. It doesn't matter yep. how you do it. So let's do it with Lamar Jackson running it. Right. And uh, how did Derrick Henry do this week against that defense? Not well. 40 yards. If, if the Bills want to win this game, Josh Allen's going to have to do miraculous things again. Which he's done for 16. Right. Yes. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Man, you're going to have to ball out this week. Which he's done every week. Yeah. So yep. that's why I'm taking Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo as well. Yeah. I, I, th- I think here's the thing. I think it's literally you could throw it in a hat, and I wouldn't be shocked if I turned on the TV and they're like, "Oh, Baltimore, now won, what, Buffalo won." What if next week ended up being Baltimore? Browns oh, it's Ravens gonna, it's gonna round. Be Ravens three. Browns that AFC Championship. Awesome. Bring it so, on! Okay. Another trilogy game. All right, so we'll skip over and give our predictions on that Browns game here in a minute. Let's go six forty start time. 
Tampa Bay, New Orleans, round three. Yeah. New Orleans has had their way with them, both matchups this year. This is what's fun about the playoffs is these games are just – I don't know if you guys phenomenal. have seen the picture. Have you guys oh, seen the yes. picture? Old man, yeah. old man yeah. Tom Brady, old man so Drew good. Brees. Yeah. History channel. Uh, yep. yep. Man, this is just – this is offense, offense, offense. Both teams loaded with weapons. Uh, New Orleans defense is a little bit better, but I think you can't beat Tom Brady three times in one year. I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'll take Tampa Bay. I am going to take the Saints. And I hate to go against Tom, but... I just don't think that they can beat him three times in yeah. one year. I don't know. I, I initially was going to say Tampa Bay because they've been playing better, but they've also been playing trash teams. I so, think, And I think that win on Sunday, Mark, this is Drew Brees' last year. And then, Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Sunday, you know, and then the Saints got a good defense. They got Kamara back. They got Michael Thomas back. To me, this is kind of a toss-up. Yeah. Um, it's the playoffs. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Saints, and I, I don't like that pick. No, well, yeah. the, no, all, I mean, the, yeah. all these yeah. games though, you like I can see outcomes for it. Every yes. oh, every yeah, team absolutely. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't. I can. I mean, the diff, the problem is really is the eight this, best teams are left. The Saints. You know? have, the the problem for me is the Saints haven't just beaten Tampa Bay twice. I mean, they've thoroughly dominated them. Yeah, and I think they have a huge edge in the coaching matchup. I agree. Sean Payton, I, oh, Sean yeah. Payton, Payton Sean for Payton. sure. So you mean Sean Payton against Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Tom's team. That's Tom's team. Yeah. Um, I just think I think that's hard to be. I I just can't pick somebody to beat Tom Brady three times in one year. I just can't. I'm I'm going. I agree. I, I no, yeah. I, so I'm I'm going Tampa Bay there uh, with Josh. So we're split there. All right. Sunday, January seventeenth, round two of the playoffs. Cleveland at Kansas City, three o'clock start time. Hey, there it is again. Hey, bring there's, it back. There's the music. Browns are the Browns. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll go first here. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking us in an unfortunate shootout, 45-41. Man. Browns is the Browns. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't have that bulletin board material this week. Oh, we are you uh, going to do? Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins said we Absolutely. weren't real competition. And what Claypool said after I didn't, I the missed game, that one. that's even disrespect. Yep. We're right. still getting disrespected by the Steelers after we just oh, right. clapped that's what I'm them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, come I, on now. I think that I'm going – I the Browns are in the playoffs, so I'm not picking against the Browns. Uh, I'm going Cleveland, and I'll go 38-30. 38-30. If we hold 30. the Chiefs to 30, we better win this game. 38-30. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll take Browns. And I think that things are going to get wild, and it's going to be like fifty-two forty-eight. This this game kind of reminds me of that that Chiefs Rams game a couple of years ago. Yes, I Browns like it's be Baltimore like game. Yeah, yep. where it's just going to be like back and forth, back yep. and forth. One quick thing before we move on, and I know we're kind of running out of time because of me, um, but <laughs> I wanted to give props to the guy we didn't mention, Cody Parkey, this week. Yeah. No, it's just extra points. But in a game like that, if he's struggling and missing a few of those, it changes. It changes a two possession game into yep. a one. It changes a three into a two. Seven for seven. Yeah, guy was on fire. Yeah. So props to him. Before we move on to Justin. Yeah. What do you got? Take us home here. What's your pick? All right. So, Cleveland Browns, <laughs> underdogs again. Nobody's giving them a chance. I feel like I just keep repeating myself every week. Nobody's giving us a chance. The Cleveland Browns will come out and shock the world and we'll move on to the AFC Championship. I think it's an insane game. 
Um, I think that we're not going to relax at all. I think we're going to be nervous and a wreck the whole time. I'll be swearing in my living room again. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. taking Browns, 42-39. Close game. Everybody's got it close. Yeah. I think it's going to be. going to have to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a hell of a day. Hey, I, but I enjoy it. But Cleveland fans, Browns fans in general, enjoy it. Just Oh, yeah. Quick, just quick recap. You know, I thought, you know, five minutes ago in this Pittsburgh game, I went and got my Browns flag and I put my shoes on and I was like, I'm about to be running around my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I'm running to Justin's house. <laughs> yeah. It's about to be crazy. And then we won and I just sat there and just, I, I didn't move. I just yeah. looked at my TV, listened to Jim Donovan's calls and I was like, yeah. I was almost in shock and stunned at what I was watching. And then I started, I watched videos of uh, like the, the video we showed our players before the game of like all the season mm-hmm. ticket holders talking to the team. That ain't enough to make a grown man cry. No, right. I didn't see those. That's uh, cool. I was like, man, this That's is awesome. I, I just love this team. Yep. It just feels so nice to be at this position. Something I didn't know if it was ever going to happen. Yep. So it's here, baby. Yep. It's here, and I think it's here to stay. Yeah. I hope. Let's cherish it because, yep. as we learned the last eighteen years, it's not promised next year, right, <laughs> or the year after. <laughs> nope. So cherish this moment. Uh, let's wrap this thing up so Zach can go do whatever he's got to do. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Again, thank you for subscribing on YouTube. When we hit that uh, 100 subscribers, we'll get you guys our custom URL sometime this week. Uh, remember to check out Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, for your chance to win some money playing player props. You get a 100% match on your deposit, $20 or more, up to $50. Uh Biggest game franchise history last 20 years coming up this week. We will hopefully see you guys again next week talking about our AFC Championship matchup with Team 2B Determined. Can't freaking wait. Let's party the rest of this week. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. My city, my city. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.